Welcome to the Birds Up Podcast, brought to you by the UTSA Alumni Association. We are your source on what's going on at the university, the Alumni Association, and all things Runner Nation. Because now and forever, we are Roadrunners. 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 Welcome, Runner Nation, to another episode of the Birds Up Podcast, brought to you by the UTSA Alumni Association, a podcast by runners for runners. And I'm your host, Drew Addison. With me, as always, is my beautiful wife, Yvonne. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm super excited. Hey, we have 50th. a full house today. This is actually the first time I think I've utilized... 50th episode. You just cut me off. Oh, that too. 50th the 50th episode. episode yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm excited because this is the first time I've actually fully utilized this board since I the bought it. The recording board? Yeah, yeah. That you've had for two years? Yeah. And I've only wow. had like... I've only used like three tracks at a time, oh so God. this is pretty exciting. Well, we've got a full house today i'm super excited about our special guest i am too uh season two episode 19 guest utsa alumni association new assistant vp of alumni engagement russell wagner how are you sir birds up everyone good good and the man behind the scenes josh ampadon how are you sir i'm doing fantastic so happy to be here and the newest member of the team melissa adame how are you hi everyone birds up i kind of want to start with melissa because she's not only new to the birds up podcast team but she's also new to the alumni association that's right tell us a little bit about when you're at UTSA, what are you doing now professionally, and then how did you get on the board? First of all, I'm super excited to be here, everyone. Big fan of the podcast, so it's kind of cool to be part of the team, so very excited about that. I'm going to age myself a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I graduated um, <clears throat> in 98, but UTSA was as cool then as it is now. Yeah. What do I do now is I'm in the technology field. I'm a program manager for a tech firm. We do everything from cybersecurity to mobile apps web applications, software management, I can go on all day. But UTSA set me up so well for this profession. So this is my way of giving back to the best university out there. Yeah, so you're part of the new Alumni Association board class, and I am. So you and I are both brand new to the board. Yvonne is... What, the old lady of the board? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. There we went. All I'm saying is... I'm seasoned. I'm seasoned. Yeah, seasoned. Veteran. (laughs) But Melissa has been a rock star. Oh my gosh, being part of our podcast team. Wow. Like really elevated all of the research we're doing and helping us prepare. Up the game. 50th episode in. Now we sound professional. Now we have a board that we're using all the buttons. Right, right. It's exciting. Stay tuned for the next 50th. It's exciting. So much is happening with the Alumni Association right now. And hearing all the, the planning and everything is happening obviously we have the gala that's coming up so if you have not gotten your table if you've not gotten your tickets make sure you do so i will have the links in the show notes so make sure you do that as soon as possible there are still tables available oh yes yes it will sell out so please grab your tables as soon as you can because you want to be there for this amazing night and then the excitement of football season coming up this is really our wrap-up episode of season two We're getting really excited about everything that's happening. Josh is transitioning into a newer position for the podcast team that we're really excited about. And the guests that we have lined up for season three so far, a couple of episodes of which we've already recorded, is really, really exciting. The guest list is getting longer as we prepare for season three. 50th episode. Technically, this is our 51st, if you count the pilot episode with Jacob. Jacob, yep. That first episode, I did promise we would get better. So it's taken us 50 episodes, and I think we may have gotten a little bit better than where we were from back then. But I always say we're kind of a duct tape crew where we've kind of put everything together relatively quickly. Very little overhead, I would say. (laughs) 
<laughs> but it's exciting. And Russell, you're a guest on season two. You're new to the Alumni Association. You've got your feet underneath you mm-hmm. in the board meetings and kind of hearing what your path is so far. How do you feel about coming into this football season and alumni engagement so far? Good, good. Budget set, strategic plans built. We're going to put that in front of our executive committee and the board next week. And so hopefully they're excited about it as we are. Hopefully a new look for tailgate that will get people excited and some new events wrinkled in, some new membership benefits that we're working on. We're doing a rebrand, which we'll be launching here soon, probably next 45 days or so, which we got our first look at it yesterday. It looks really awesome. I think people will be excited to see it. So there's some really awesome things coming that I'm really, really excited about. And I think Roadrunner Nation will be too. Any inklings of any big changes with Tailgate because we're moving to a new conference? Is that going to impact the experience in any way? We're trying to make it a little bit more inclusive. We want more alumni there. We want more alumni to find an easier time to be a part of things. So, you know, I don't want to reveal too much. I want to do a little bit of a tease, right? But it's going to be exciting and fun. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be exciting. I think we'll have more alumni there than we've ever had before. I think we'll have more swag and merch and vendors and things like that for people to interact and get involved with on so same tailgate experience that we've offered in the past we're just trying to elevate it because we know that's the one that all of our alumni know and love I will say, Russell, your episode is probably one of my favorites to edit this past <laughs> oh. season because, one, you were easy to edit. He's only said that about one other person, and that's President Amy. So <laughs> my wife would probably disagree with you. But, uh... <laughs> well, and I think, too, you bring a lot to the table, and so I personally have high expectations for you. You're not trying to throw any pressure your way, but I'm excited to see what you bring to the association, to the university. Yeah, and so. I think it's all about you want to honor what's been done, but you want to make sure that whatever it is that we're doing is being done with purpose, and we're not doing it just to do it right and mm-hmm. so looking at everything and looking at the events and programs we want to make sure that we're keeping the alumni association and all of our alumni know and love but maybe creating some opportunities if no one's ever bought a membership before they've gone to one of our events before so we want to create those opportunities for people to get more engaged and have a little bit more fun with us and really build our brand more and get people to know us and get people excited we want people to be jacked about being a roadrunner and so there you go. it's a good time to be an alumnus of utsa you know we've got a lot of great things happening at the university President Amy's been on the podcast before and has said every great city deserves a great university. And I like to piggyback on that and say every great university deserves a great alumni association. And that's what I'm here to build. And hopefully that's what we're going to deliver this next year. So I'm pumped. I'm excited. Yeah, I do get a sense that within the alumni network and even just the folks that you've spoken to that they're so willing to give back. It's not much of an ask for us to get people to join us on the show. And everyone's really excited to do that. And there is a buzz that's happening. I mean, granted, a lot of that could be maybe attributed to a sports relation, but whatever it takes really to link everything up the way that it should. I mean, statistically, our alumni base is extremely young. So anything that it takes to really get everybody together, starting with things like this to where we can inform other folks within the alumni network about what's happening at the university and some of the amazing things that folks are doing. But at the same time, too, with your leadership on the Alumni Association and really seeing immediate effect of you stepping into that role and a lot of really, really great things happening. And gala season is here, right? Yes, or it's, it's coming. The Before we hit record, we were talking about the timing of the gala. Maybe you have to make some concessions for Josh to make sure yeah. it fits in his One less table sold just because I'm out of town. So I'm not saying put it around me, but hey, like, I, I, I would like Wait, to be Wait, but there. Josh, tell him what it is. Yeah, yeah. What, what are you going to Why be will you oh, be okay. in Vegas, Fantasy sir? football, baby. Oh, my gosh. 
I go to Vegas every year for fantasy football, so living the dream there. That's a heck of a league you're in if you guys are all going to Vegas to go do your... Oh, it's a fun league. I prioritize this every year, but I definitely would love to prioritize Gala, so it's number yeah. two on the list. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you'd like to be the title sponsor next year, we will gladly put it in whatever date works for you, Josh. Whatever date. You're not the first one to say that they have fantasy league draft that weekend, but if you're someone that's listening that has a fantasy draft and you can't make it to the Gala, guess what? You can still contribute to scholarships. Our silent auction will also be live on the interwebs. You can <laughs> click on the link and you can still participate in the silent auction. There's going to be so many really neat UTSA specific mm-hmm. items on there that are going to be up for grabs and one of a kind pieces and things like that. To get the information on the gala and the silent auction, silent auction go to myspace.com. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. Go back. No, all that information will be pumped out. So make sure you check your emails, check the socials. And if you can't make it, again, there's an availability to contribute to student scholarships and add to the alumni scholarship base that we need. We do have a survey out, right, Russell? We do. One of the things that I wanted to do when I came in is to listen to alumni. Hey, what do you want from us? What additional kind of things that we can provide? So in our emails and also on social media, there's a survey that you can fill out. Probably takes about four to five minutes max. It's going to ask you when you graduated, but more importantly, how do you want to get involved with us? How do you like to hear from us? What information do you need? That's only going to help build our programming for the next year and then really help build better newsletters and social media and online experience for you. So mm-hmm. we don't have a MySpace, <laughs> but we do have a thread. Oh, that's right. Hey, thread. Hey. Okay. We jumped on that train first 24 hours. I want to just say, Russell, since you've been here, I really do appreciate that about your leadership and that you are willing to ask the questions to get that feedback and then just truly listen and then do something about it. So yeah. we're Absolutely. off to a great start. So yeah. thank you. Thank you, of course. Well, Melissa, back to you real quick. As an alumni coming back and joining the board with the Alumni Association, being selected coming in for your first time, what was your experience like? Well, I was extremely honored to be part of the board. I still am. But my experience was probably what I thought it was going to be because that's one of the things I love about UTSA is the community and how everyone helps each other out. Being part of the school system in some way or the other, your family already. So when I came in, I wasn't sure what to expect, but I felt so welcomed. And right away, we got to work. We hit the ground running. And what I'd like to say is that in my first year, I saw a lot of things get organized. And then we were following through on those. Starting off with the gala. And I was like, wow. So if you can make the gala, make the gala. Wow. you get It's award winning now. It's award winning. Yes. But it's a great time. I would encourage anyone to pursue the board if that is something that you're interested in. There's a lot of opportunity there to make a change for the university, for our students, to give back. It's been fantastic, and I'm looking forward to the next few years. Yvonne and I were actually talking the other day about getting the names that come in for folks that are interested in joining the board, and what is the process of those that may not get selected, and how do you re-engage them and place them somewhere? What is that process like? So historically, yeah, we have tried to stay in contact and stay connected with those who may not have been selected in that first go-around, because year over year, we've started to receive more nominees, and it's a tough choice because mm-hmm. everybody is just so awesome. And if Russell wants to speak on how that process will continue to go forward with engaging folks that may not be selected for the board at this time, but there's still a lot of opportunities to come in and even serve in some leadership positions Yeah, and as well. we're really trying to build out that catalog of ways that alumni can get more engaged with us. I think everyone knows us for the Diploma Dash and the Gala and the tailgates and things like that, but we're trying to get more into those meaningful experiences, mentor programs, and how are we doing a better job of mentoring students. We've had some really early conversations with the admissions office.
office at UTSA and how can our alumni help get students to the university and then become future alumni. So we've got almost 100,000 alumni living here in the Alamo City, but we need to make sure that we're engaging those alumni in New York City and Iowa and Idaho and mm-hmm. North Texas just as well as we are here. And so Melissa said it perfectly. Find out those things that are important to people and mentoring may be more important than going to a tailgate and that's perfectly fine. We want to make sure that when the alumni get engaged with us, they feel like they're giving a meaningful impact back to the students and other alumni and the university. And at the end of the day, it all helps. Yeah. So what's the best way for someone to throw their name in the hat or to get involved more with the Alumni Association? Here we go, Josh. Good question. (laughs) Put me on the spot, Josh. (laughs) This was actually homework that I gave my staff yesterday. And I said, everyone needs to come up with a five-point elevator speech. So if you're ever approached an HEB, you know exactly the five things that you can spit out to tell an alumnus of how we can get engaged. You're looking to jump all the way and get involved with the board. You can throw your name in the hat for the nomination. That's open all year long and that's on our website. So you just go to the website and Google it about the board nomination, submit that. But if you know someone on the board, you know someone involved in the Alumni Association, reach out. We can probably pair you a little bit better of ways that you can get involved. Also, the easiest way is follow us on social media. We've got the orange shirt campaign going on right now. So become a member, rep your UTSA shirts and your orange and come to football games, come to events. Sometimes things seem more complicated than the way they need to be, but Mm -hmm. whatever seems common sense of getting involved in the university and the alumni association is probably going to be the easiest way. And I would say if you can't get on the board, you can still get involved in the committee. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And on top of that too, each one of the colleges, most of the colleges anyway, have an alumni council that is in place also. So it's also a good path to get in there as well, because I feel like it's a good place to identify some leaders that are coming through and doers yep. of the alumni network that are going out there and doing things. My involvement with the Alvarez College of Business Alumni Council has been fantastic. The creation and development of the Construction Science and Management Alumni Council and watching those effective teams get going is fantastic. Those are immediate ways because each one of those councils are looking for membership. And the mixers are fun. So if you want to just come out, mingle, network, and get involved slowly, that's a great way to start just to start meeting people and coming across people like Drew that can help point you in the right direction. Yeah, It's been so much fun over the this really last couple of years of doing the podcast and it's incredible that we're at 50 episodes already and all the amazing alumni and faculty and staff that we've had a chance to speak to this season in particular was incredible i mean mm-hmm. we got 23 episodes into season two I had folks like president amy on david zamiello got to interview the rugby team which is oh, really cool. awesome yeah. introducing folks like russell chris and derek from shriver and carmona and it's just so great to see what's going on what surprises me is that we had such high quality guests the first season and then still bringing in that same caliber of guests yes the second season and it's just amazing to see how many roadrunners are out there impacting our communities and doing such great things so season three that's more of my role this <laughs> year yeah. so, no, Josh, no i gotta live up to jacob cavazos who just yeah. join us by the way speaking of alumni doing great things we have jacob cavazos joining us all right well thank you <laughs> sorry sorry i'm late to the game yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Jacob, how's everything going? Good. It's this exciting time at UTSA, exciting time to be involved, and we've seen the podcast just grow and grow and grow. Well, it's been incredible to watch you professionally grow as well. And your broadcasting skills, you should be hosting this thing, to no. be honest with you. No, no, no. <laughs> we got a great host. <laughs> and don't go anywhere. <laughs> but no, man, it's been a blast just to be involved and see this thing grow organically. I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. I think that was one of my thoughts when Yvonne and you, and we all kind of got together at the very beginning of my thought was like, well, 
gosh, if we can get this thing to where it's sustainable, mm-hmm. that's the ultimate goal. And here we are two years later, and that's pretty much where we are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, from episode one to incoming alumni association president, that's awesome. Watch out. Yeah, yeah, I do want to talk about that as well. So you have a long history with the alumni council board. Talk about how you got into the board and then where you're sitting today and what you plan on doing this next year. It's been a really fun journey and to look back is exciting to think about. But yeah, I guess it was the 2019 gala, our 50th year. I went to that and one of our fellow board members, Tina, ran into her there. She and I went to college together and visiting with her and said, hey, why don't you get involved in the board? And I was looking for a way to get plugged back in and that was a great opportunity to do so. And then, you know, 2020 comes and things go a little sideways. (laughs) But, you know, all things considered, that led to the opportunity to do what we're doing here of this kind of being a podcast, being a pandemic project for us, you know, and something we were willing to take on when there was increased capacity and things like that. Mm So I've got to sit on the board now for three years and had the opportunity to be vice president and vice chair this year. And I've got to see two years of Yvonne and learn from her and see how she treats the process and approaches things. Got the opportunity to go into the president role this upcoming year, and we've gotten Russell on board now as our ED, and I'm excited about the direction he's taking things and the vision he has and the structure he's bringing to the association, the new ideas, which I personally think he's here today, so I don't talk about the new ideas. (laughs) (laughs) That is exactly why. Oh, we've already already tried to get it out of him. (laughs) We were in meetings yesterday, and I was threatened with my life. (laughs) But, I mean, some big things things coming that maybe by the time this airs they're already out who knows but just so much to be excited about with the direction of not only the university but the association and we've talked a lot about the university is growing at an exponential rate and how we need to think big too and grow along with Mm -hmm. it and think at that scope that dr amy is thinking at absolutely i mean i'm tremendously excited for the opportunities ahead and i'm excited for the opportunity to serve yvonne do you have any words of wisdom for jacob as he takes (laughs) on the president i'm I'm gonna be calling her about every day (laughs) the board of directors everybody's really working together and it doesn't feel like everybody's turning to you to make all the decisions it's really collaborative and of course with Russell as part of the team too and the staff I mean they're just tremendous it really just feels like a family and it's a lot of fun and I can probably speak for all of the past presidents that we're jealous because you know you we really enjoy this experience and then you move on and the next person comes in and the next group of leaders so well I feel like all the former presidents that we speak to I mean when you talk about the alumni association to them, they're still very excited to have been a part of the history oh, yes, of yes, the Alumni yes. Association. And they're still very tied to UTSA. Mm-hmm. They still support the university in other ways. So this is just another avenue to give back to our alma mater. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of see it as your baby, I'm sure, in some ways. You helped it get to the next stage, whatever that next stage is at your particular time. That's what I'm thinking going into it. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. It's in, it's, you know, that was one thing. I will say this. When I stepped in in the president role, I remember saying, look, I'm not going to be here to add in some pet project or try to bring something in that we haven't already been talking about or try to make this big shift to things. Let's just continue to move forward, create stability. And lo and behold, the pandemic came our way. In hindsight, the fact that we didn't have some big crazy project we were trying to get off the ground was okay because we could weather the storm of the pandemic and things like the podcast, which may not have ever been an idea before, came forward and we embraced these other ways to be connected with our alumni. And they've to date really been successful in other opportunities too. The drive-through commencement program that came Mm -hmm. up through university, 
is still a success and growing with Russell's leadership and pivoting through all the other things that are happening as we came out of pandemic. I think it's nothing but good things have come. And circling back around to the gala, and I'm glad you brought up the 50th anniversary gala. That was a partnership with the university and the Alumni Association on pulling all that off. But that entire week was incredible. But that 50th anniversary gala, I will never forget as an alumni. um, As a really incredible moment sitting in that stadium and hearing the band come out and and do their thing. It was incredible. Yeah. But we think about last year's gala, the award-winning gala, and mm-hmm. the involvement that we had, the turnout that was there, the incredible speakers, including the students, Hafsa Ali, who was a guest this season as well, yeah. uh, who's off doing some amazing things. As an alumni, you're sitting in this room full of other alumni and folks that are involved with the university in some capacity, just looking around the room being like, wow, we're all here for yeah. one central thing. Mm-hmm. When Hafsa went up there and gave her testimony of UTSA, the mood shifted in the room yeah. where everyone was connected at that moment and the galas are an exciting time because for me that's kind of like our start of the year our fiscal year end is done we're starting on the new year and with the football season starting everything moving into the american athletic conference granted the lady soccer team are going to be the first ones to step on the american athletic conference field to play so make sure you check that out but it is an exciting time to be uh, roadrunners and for the university all together you mentioned hops getting up there and that connecting everyone with Mm -hmm. her story and it made me think of that's our thought with this podcast is everyone's got their own story that connects them to UTSA and everyone's story is unique but everyone's story has through lines that connect us all through the university and I think that's been the thing that's been most rewarding for me in this experience is hearing all those stories and identifying those common themes you internalize them you think of yourself in that stage I think we can all do that with basically every episode we've laid yeah, out I know, there. You know? I know, yeah. yeah. It's great because the alumni base, it's a pretty common thread of folks going into a field of study, not really it being the part of the plan of where they end up. And they're kind of all over the place. And there's probably a commonality amongst a lot of a lot of professionals out there. But with some of the older universities that are there where students go to that university for that field of study, because that's what they're going to go do. UTSA leaves the gate open yeah. and, right. and allows you to experience a lot of things. And I was going to just add on to that because while I'm doing all the research, on the guests, I'm just blown away about the footprint of UTSA and how far it goes. Mm-hmm. And you're right, a lot of times we don't end up in the industry that we graduated our degree in, mm-hmm. but UTSA sets us up in a way that we've got those fundamental skills and the, the courage and the confidence to pursue our dreams mm-hmm. and make it happen. Yeah. There's so much value in that. And I mm-hmm. think that's what another thing that makes the university unique. Absolutely. Well, I mean, this season, towards the end of it, we tried a little bit different format and adding some additional additional feedback on faculty. So bringing in Dean Hobbeslave and mm-hmm. the new Dean for the uh, Average College of Business, Dr. Keaton from the Center of Professional Excellence, and then Dr. Mahan with regards to continued education on the back end and really letting people know what's happening internally as well and how they can re-engage the university in that sense too. And actually since Dr. Mahan's interview, I've been in some really excellent conversations on developing professional certificates coming out of that as well, which is uh, incredible. Now, let's I know you have a hard stop. Any last words on your end? Grateful again to be here, but I just encourage any UTSA alumni to come find us, get involved. The more the merrier, definitely. So awesome. thanks, guys. I'm excited about what's coming. Excellent. Thank you so much, Melissa. We appreciate it. So with
with Melissa, you're going to be seeing a lot more of the Birds Up podcast all over the social medias. We have another board member that is also within that same professional field of helping with social media presence. So we're really excited. So Melissa, thank you. We really appreciate it. Excellent. Now, Jacob, you come stepping into the president's role. Your role within the podcast team up to this point has been, number one, being the very first guest on a pilot episode. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Over these 50 episodes, you were the one that really kind of put everything together from a logistics standpoint of getting everybody lined up. And at this point, with you coming in on the president's role and then you being involved with like 57 boards (laughs) and committees are needing to take a step back a little bit from the podcast and focus more on the alumni association as a whole. Yeah, and I think I kind of touched on it my whole thought going in when we took this on as a project, if we can get it sustainable, that's where I want to be. It adds value to our alumnus, adds value back to the university. Mm-hmm. And it's just another way to highlight all the great things our alumni are doing in the communities in all different kinds of fields, too. I think we've seen that over the last two years. Yeah. So getting the opportunity to then get into a leadership role with the Alumni Association and be able to help foster where the association goes from here. And I'm still a huge fan of the podcast and we listen to every episode. Yep. And I feel that's been the most rewarding thing is getting to hear all these stories and meet these fantastic people from all industries. Yep. And then I'll say this too, getting to work with you guys has mm-hmm. been so much fun. And Yvonne alluded to this. We've got a great staff at the Alumni mm-hmm. Association yes, 100%. that do fantastic work and that we work with on this podcast specifically and that do a huge amount of heavy lifting for us on the back end. Just been a blast to work with. Working with Drew and Yvonne on this day to day has been a blast. And there's a lot that goes into it on the back end to get a nice, pretty, bowed episode yeah. out for you. And Josh. Thank God for Josh. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. The unsung hero of this whole Man. operation. Josh makes it look yeah. and sound amazing. I don't know if I've ever heard anyone say thank God for Josh. So thank you. <laughs> I think you're the first one to say that. Oh, my gosh. The first half of the first season, I mean, it was all just mixed, basically yeah. us three. And we were kind of blasting through it. I mean, Madison from the staff yeah. side. She has to put up with us last minute on a regular basis, you know. The things that we've ironed out, the processes that we've set up in place for all this, I get questions, and I'll be fully transparent, questions from other nonprofits just in our community. Questions about, like, how do you stand up a pot? Like, how do you do that? And Mm -hmm. my first thought is, man, you need some dedicated people (laughs) and who believe in the mission. And it's a lot of work. And and I know guests that we've had on, our friends from Alamo Audible, Jared and Adrian that have their podcast. Melissa does her podcast too. They know how much work that goes into it. it, Josh alluded to this earlier. We're all volunteers. Yeah. And I mean, we have to say thanks to the guys at Alamo Audible as well for putting us on their platform also. That's kind of the connection, how all this stuff works to get exposed to a broader audience. And again, this is a full volunteer group. We do it because we love to do it. Me personally, I enjoy doing it just to meet other alumni and build our own personal networks even by getting to know these people mm-hmm. on a very personal basis. Yeah. But then at the same time too, having folks even approaching us and saying, yeah. hey, you know, we listened to the episode, it was really cool and nothing but really, really great feedback. Yeah. The ratings and reviews we've gotten on the different sites have been fantastic as well and just looking to expand it even more. So the official episode 50, we're at nearly 13,000 downloads to date. And that doesn't count the streams, that's purely yeah. downloads. So yeah. it's really crazy to think yeah. about mm-hmm. it. You know, driving down IT 10 and call Yvonne and say, hey, we're going to go to Jacob's office and set up and just going to record it. We're just going to do it. We're just going to And you know, I'll tell a quick story. So that was two years ago, probably close to the day. I remember going into that football season thinking like, how are we going to get guests to come on this thing? Like, (laughs) do do I need to set up a table at the alumni tailgate? Like, interested in being a guest, show up here. Football team had so much success that year and it was such a fun season and historic season. The amount of guests that, to your point, that just kind of came up to us at the games, it was eye-opening. 
eye-opening for me, just the stories that are out there and the alumni that are out there with fantastic stories to tell. Yeah. Um, Engaging the different colleges as well. Mm-hmm. I think for the longest time, we're trying to wave this flag of, hey, we're here, we're doing this thing. Now, I believe the colleges are really like saying, hey, they've got something that's sustainable here. Mm-hmm. And being able to keep our group small, nimble, we have it down to a science, yeah. basically, and a pretty basic schedule. Josh really tuned all the heavy lifting on the editing side, because that does take a lot of time. As I say, all the time that we are not broadcasters. So I will say when I get an episode, I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about all the time I need to put into it. But when I finish it, I'm super proud of it. And the interviews are always amazing. And the guests are amazing. And it's been a labor of love, but it's like your little baby and you're like yeah. proud of it. Yeah. And you yeah. get to let other people experience it. So yeah. it's been a really good experience. Yeah, I know, I know that feeling because I mean, stacking the episode, getting ready for published scheduling. Once I hit the schedule button, I'm just like, oh man, <laughs> it's always the next morning. I'll turn it on and give it a listen and, and kind of see what it sounds like. Oh, and it's like, <laughs> we made the deadline. Like, you got, you got, it, you got it done. Well, I can tell you, there are some nights where Josh, he's got a career. We work every single day. So it's one of those things where sometimes it's 11th hour leading up to the morning, early in the morning of getting everything scheduled for publishing where I hit schedule at 5 a.m. and it publishes at 6. Definitely a lot of effort and a lot of love from everyone in this room to make this happen and bringing these great interviews. So it's definitely something we're very proud of. Absolutely. Well, guys, thank you all so much. Really appreciate you guys coming in and giving us the recap. Season three will be coming at you towards the end of August, I believe. So we are going to take a little bit of a break, get a few more episodes recorded and interviews done so we can be prepped and ready to go for season three. We are excited for football season. We are excited for sports season to start all around. And the new Uh, semester. Because we're in that lull where I'm watching Summer League NBA. You're you're, uh, you're watching Pickleball. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. yeah, man. So I am excited about that. We do have some very special guests to kick off season yeah. three. Definitely stick around. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for downloading. If there's anything you can do to help us, make sure you leave that five-star rating review as it helps us more than you know. We come out with new episodes every other Friday, except for these next few Fridays until the end of August. Stick around. Thank you again. And birds out. Birds up. Birds up. Birds up. Birds up.